practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Oh, you guys didn't get that it topped out. Come on, man. Topped out? Uh, I'm recording right now, guys. Come on. Welcome to the oh, Jerk yeah. Practice Great. Podcast. Baloney. You think I'm <laughs> starting right there? You old scum dumbers. I'm hot. Nobody use scum dumbs. Oh, we're hot now. Uh, Casey, you hot. already you already fumbled. I took it and I said hello. My name is Henning. Carry the torch. <laughs> um, uh, do you is... want to start over? Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> what are you like a racist guy from Philadelphia who wants to be on SNL right now? You want to redo? You want to redo? <laughs> uh, I missed. I, I missed <laughs> the news. There's something there. That's for sure. Oh yeah, we can get into that if you want. Hmm. Let me. Well, if you've if you've been reading about Dave Chappelle and Bill Burr, this is all tied up in the same. Oh god, I, oh, I'm, I'm not there. It's all one big clusterfuck. I love that we got like aces. Like we're talking about the like, the fucking Mount Rushmore of current stand-up comedians, and then some fat-necked guy who does a podcast from Philadelphia. Oh, he's loving this. I'm right. I'm right, mad at on, you guys. Hold on, hold on, Hans Henning, you've let me down. No, no, no. Why no. couldn't you have both been more racist and then all three of us could have been on SNL right now? You guys, I'm totally uh, in the dark with um, you got to fill me in. And then um, I really am. I don't know. I'm not following other than I think Chappelle's getting shit for his special, which I have just some discussion on for sure. Um, I have my own. Did we we didn't talk about that last episode, right? Chappelle's special. No, I have just some... alluded to it. I have some yeah. theories on it, so I'm assume my guess is if I can let me ponder a guess with what you're talking about here. All I've heard is Chappelle, yeah. Bill Burr, and Fat Next Philadelphia racist. All right, <laughs> so I think oh, Dave Chappelle had a new special in which he was unapologetically uh, um, on PC. Dave Chappelleian. Dave Chappelleian, and yeah. I'm assuming Bill Burr has the same type of mo. I'm assuming he didn't pull any punches. Now I'm assuming some yeah. 18-year-old sketch comic who's coming straight from uh, Oh, don't you besmirch sketch comedians who are 18. Right. Is, How dare uh, you, sir? Is trying to uh, uh, step up to the plate, and he hasn't quite been established enough? Is that where? Am I even close? Am I in the ballpark? Henning, could you... How would you describe the... Have you seen this guy? A picture of... I, he is indeed fat necked. He is. He is a <laughs> if like that's relevant. A um, Philadelphia yes, hot dog of a man. Okay. I keep, I keep reading all these stories, but no one really repeats what he said. Well, and that's what I wondered. Is so it's a also for for context for Hans. Yep. Uh, on the on the tales of Bilber, uh, 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 Chappelle. And and a new season of SNL. This guy is is uh, has been announced as an, one of the three new cast members. Okay. Oh, and Hansi, I have a, a hot dog for you, my friend. Immediately right. upon being announced, some shit was dragged up. Okay. Yes. From a podcast that he did a couple oh, years ago. Oh boy! <laughs> oh yes! Yes! Indeed, baby. <laughs> uh, was it taken out of context? I don't know. There, no one's given me the context. But he said some that's the thing. Like Randy, Ashley, stuff. 
Ash and I were talking about it, and I was like, of course, like, I am a comedian. I do a podcast. You do, you say things. Of course. But the, like, and I, and like, before I had even heard about it, I heard a guy who got cast on SNL is, was catching flack. Right. And then the more, like, uh, obviously I haven't, I haven't heard his bits, but he likes to use the old, uh. It rhymes with ice rink. Ice rink. Uh, terminology for Asian people. Ice rink. Drop the ice and just go rink. He no. likes to refer to Asian people as rinks. I was going ice. That's not. That's not appropriate. Oh no. Oh <laughs> no. Not even. Uh, in fact, he called unless Andrew it, Yang. Unless he was starting it with like what rhymes with ice. Nice. <laughs> and, and I, yes, exactly. Yeah, but even then, you can you you have. But you but a nice one. Oh God! One uh, henny also gave <laughs> his apology was written on the iPhone Notes app, and then he took a picture of it and then tweeted it. So he's, and then he's also doubling down. His apology was not an apology. He was like, "I apologize for being a comedian. I apologizing for saying." things and if you are offended you can talk to me and i will apologize to you personally but like what i say i spit fire like he did the non-apology yeah that all shitty comedians do sometimes you said something really racist because you called asian people he called andrew yang the man a man, man who's running for president a jew rhymes with rink he used a word that rhymes with stew? Yeah. No, he he said the hard J and then the hard CH. Wait a minute. And then the all ink. Right, all right. Here's, uh, can I jump in? Uh, the hmm. stink. He went with the stink. So he said stink. This guy, I, so here's my thought. He's a young guy. He's on SNL. Certainly not going to defend him. But, boy, this sounds eerily this is eerily close to home, not in the sense that we use the word ice rink or stew, but I'm sure we've discussed it in commentary on something. So here's how his apology should have been. We would never use it pejoratively, ever, 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 ever. But we've talked goose step in a zinc. We've played characters. Who knows what a sure, black Bundy has said here and there? Who knows what the crank has come up with? Just gnarly stuff. <laughs> and the, I'm, the crank got, has never said the, the <laughs> ice rink. No, never, never. But here's my th- here's what I'm saying, and it's not a defense, but it's an observation. We are on the podcastius of podcastius. Would you not agree? Yeah, Since before podcasts became well-produced, polished narratives, yeah. we are three best friend comedians yeah. who just are having our conversation they're fun, yeah. and they're only fun if it's no hold bards. The reason we, they can be no holds bards, we're not bards, no hold bars, yeah. no holds bar, <laughs> is because we are the no holds bards. Is because none of us are blatant, <laughs> not blatant. None of us are racist. Luckily, we've known each other to know that, so yeah. nothing like that outlandish. So my feeling is this guy was in a context playing some stupid character because using those two words stew and ice rink together is so yeah. extreme it's yes. to be extreme said, to that's be what he extreme called andrew yang right and he we said hillary clinton was dinking dongs hard to win an election <laughs> right 
So if SNL (laughs) comes up, so my feeling is he's on some dumb podcast with a thousand listeners with his other two scumbum and friends. I'm not talking about us, but I'm talking parallels. Right. And and his apology shouldn't, should, he should apologize. Like, I don't, I don't know how it should work. What he should do is nerdy comedian, a white nerdy comedian podcast apology, which says, here's what I'm going to do. First of all, I'm sorry if that hurt uh, anyone. Now, yeah, for you to accept my apology, you first have to listen to this entire episode for the context, which is key. And oh God, to see this <laughs> apology, Hansi, it'll make you puke in your mouth. How un, 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 I don't give a fuck. I'm an SNL now, you uh, fucks. Uh, probably not for long. You're all a bunch of ice rinks. He just calls everybody ice rinks now. Everybody's a rink. Because I'm assuming the context is like they start talking about like like gym class 1988 and then that spawns to Porky's like a Porky's reference like peeking on That's the locker room you're, you're not, to ice rink stew. You. I'm not defending him. Like we all have done and that was my thing at first when it first broke Ash and I were talking and I was like well, you can't cast the first stone because, like, it's a comedy. He may have been doing a bit like or Dave shit. Chappelle. And then Ashley just looked at me and just went, if you have ever on your podcast done a bit where you used those words. <laughs> yeah. No. And I went, I, I, I haven't. But like, and I went, no, it's not. It's not even like. Hey, I'm from Philly. Like, that's my stick. It's like, I'm the most racist guy from Philadelphia. We saw that night court. That's not acceptable. I don't know. It just doesn't work. And then he didn't apologize. It was a non-apology. So He went, I'm sorry if you are offended, Hans. I'm sorry if you are offended, Henning. If you are both offended, call me, and then I will apologize to you. Otherwise, and that's how you know he's, he's not fucking funny. That's right. how you know he's that fucking funny. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying this guy was probably on a shitty podcast and he was playing some character getting but now egged on. That doesn't mean we shouldn't snap. He should apologize. First of all, anybody, anytime, anybody, even if like if you hurt somebody's feelings, just say sorry. I, you know what I mean? Of course. What's the harm in that? Um, yeah. I, I think a pivot to the Chappelle. I'm gonna. I'm coming to come across as the bad guy here, but that's because. I'm a dad coming in hot from working on his car. Pin it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to pivot to Chappelle because we all watched it now, I'm assuming, right, Hen? Mm-hmm. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. Okay. Ah, bad. And you have a... <laughs> I'm, too, I'm, I'm too offended. Things offend too, me now. Well, too I'm, busy following yeah. up Shane Gillis's yeah, career. Shane Gill- oh, Henning, you dropped his it really, name. I really haven't. I read one article. Like, I did just I'm just like I'm a comedian now. I just looked up a picture of him. I don't I'm done defending him. I just wanted to posit to you guys how day one, like day one, like he's not getting fired. Right. He yeah. he's, he's going show. New show, day one, it's like prison. What's his move? Like what's he do? What's his You m- show up, you're the fucking racist dude. <laughs> one of the one of the younger writers is a, a an Asian man who worked his way up and now he's performing and he's going to be on screen with you. Like day one, what do you do? Like, is he going to Rorschach that shit and just be like, you're locked up in here with me. Here's my, I'm I, always racist. 
If I were, so here's what's gonna happen: is do you say you're sorry? Do you try you, and like you, write good sketches, or you just go like, "I'm from fucking Philadelphia, and I don't give a fuck." You should say you're sorry. It doesn't matter what he does at this point; he will not be on the show. If I were a cast member, if yeah, I, I were a cast member, make it either. if I were a cast member, I'd listen to the podcast for the context. And then course, I'd, yeah. I'd steal some of his, the better bits from the podcast and write them <laughs> yeah, into the show. Yeah, then you, yeah. And then that would be his That's comeuppance. Nice. And I'd perform them with uh, whoever else has been schmeagling us lately. Uh, you get the uh, homosexual Asian guy that they brought up and like he gets all your good bits and then you lose. What's, we, what, um, what's his name? Um, uh, druggy looking guy who does the news bits. He's always saying offensive shit. Uh, Pete. Oh, Steve Davidson. Steve Davidson. Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yeah, and Steve Davidson. I heard Steve Davidson. Steve Steve Davidson's from fucking. uh... (laughs) He's from In Living Color. That's the wrong Davidson. Tommy Davidson. (laughs) No, his brother Steve was on the later seasons when Tommy went away. Um. Uh. So. Where, uh, Tommy Steve. Oh, well, anyways, here's what I'm saying is I doubt I, I'm assuming just like the cast members of old who refused to be on stage when who was hosting. I feel like it was um, uh, Andrew Dice Clay. And they were like, we're just not going to yeah. do the show with him. I'm assuming some cast members might do that. Or it personally, if I were a cast member, I would listen to the podcast for that specific moment and then have yeah. a conversation with him. Most likely from what it sounds like is this guy just like to drop the words because he thinks doing that is funny, which we know people like that. And that's not funny. But well, maybe they wonder he's playing. A, maybe he's playing Donald Trump's secretary. I don't know. But that, that, that doesn't that's not an OK. That's not OK. It's not funny. No, no, it's not. Well, that's my I, thing. It's like. Go ahead. I I'm not defending know, I'm, him. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a huge fan of political correctness is just i'm not either thick fixation on these naughty magic words yes like context rink so context is import is important but the, um like that word and and the n-word probably not it, it, you have to have a, <laughs> Wait, a bigger point take, to it hold on can we take that baby out of context and put it on a shirt n-word probably <laughs> not henning <and> cake <laughs> <laughs> well i i personally think it's I, i'm not gonna get bent out of shape if i hear the word and and like go go off the rails sure. if it has a larger uh, an overarching point to it no, which shane gillis is... didn't seem to have he just right, said right. leave chinatown for the ice rinks that that's the only bit of context i could get Oh, see, that's all I need. That sounds like he sounds like he's on Joe Rogan. And and in his in his apology, he didn't attempt to point to any context about it or like. True. He just did a non-apology apology. apology. That's not right. Just say you're sorry. If if I were him, one, there's no if somebody's offended, you just just say sorry. You don't have to go. Well, here's the story behind it. There already, you know, you've already hurt somebody's feelings. But what you can say is. You yeah. can you can genuinely be sorry. Like if if we did something, we did a magical fruit. We played the food groups. Yeah, and yeah. it was a really offensive. An N word was dropped because 
it was a banana and the two in context were really yeah. um shocking and never in a million years would we do that today but it was you know 20 years ago um see i'm, I'm dredging up dirt right but we did oh, no so, and i have no problem but like he just like I, what what got me going was the fucking shitty apology right it's a fucking right. non it's you did the non like i'm sorry that i'm so funny that i've I'm I've so dr- edgy. I've I'm bleeding edge. the edges of your stuff. <laughs> like, no, you called a person who is running for the presidency of the United States a <laughs> rink. A Jew you. rink. That's what he said. That's what he called him. You got to keep ice on in a front podcast. Of like, I can't even like I can't like. No, it's totally. Even, and... if, even if you're coming in hot and you're like. I'm feeling it. Like yeah. I do stand up. Like I, we have done com. The three of us, we have done comedy. So we're not talking about it from some sort of alien, weird perspective of like, we understand like the audience and we understand what these words mean. And right. you can't yeah, like of course. in the moment. Sure. Of course you can do a bit. That's that. But were you just, and then when you're going to be on SNL, yeah, the most big, like it's a big show. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't watch it. I don't like. I don't know why. Like I'm. You're gonna his now. Apology was such bullshit. It was such and, fucking. And you have one moment of of media uh, attention on you to make that apology. Right. And, and that's he fumbled it. I'm 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 on it because it makes me so mad because we have spent so much time with actual good-hearted, fucking talented people sure. who will never get that spot. That should have that spot. And this mm. fucking scumbag just gets to use racial slurs and be on the show. Oh, Casey, that guy is not going to be on the show. They are going to fill his spot. I, what is beyond? No, he's yeah, going to make the show. No, he's going to make the show. Because <laughs> the show has nothing. The show has nothing. <laughs> no, They're going to get no. him on the show for the heat. Mark my words, man. Nope. That mm. dude is getting on the fucking bill. You're going to see Gil Gillis or whatever the fuck his name is. He's going to be on there doing the classic fat guy at the fucking food court looking at the camera going, oh, oh, hey, I'm Gil Gillis from Philadelphia. They are going to maybe give him one episode, give him the worst sketches, let him bomb and then replace him with somebody so diverse you won't even (laughs) diverse. They are going to replace him with a gay leprechaun. They're going to make him, they're going to force him to be trans. Gil Gillis, you're Gilly Gillis now. Gillis. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming more and more a fan of Andrew Yang, by the way. More and more I hear him. Mm-hmm. I got to tell and you. Andrew Yang said because he got called the racial slur, he was like, don't fire the dude. And I agree. Don't fire him. Like, make him prove it on the show. Let him, like, that's the ultimate. Mm. I mean. We talk. We talked about a comedian getting on stage and then trying to dig himself out. Can you imagine a bigger, a bigger hole to dig yourself out on in a bigger stage that's, as a comedian? That's my yeah. thing. It's like uh, Lauren Michaels should do the Late Late Show, and it should be Gil Gillis. And literally, <laughs> he should have to do fifteen minutes every night, and everyone in the audience is miked. Like he has to be <laughs> fucking scorched. 
Yeah. Like, I just want everyone, like, you have to go up. I don't give a fuck, you asshole. Yeah, yeah, so many people have, you know, if you look at everything's changing, right? We're realizing that that words hold, not realizing, but it's just finally an acknowledgement that words do have a lot of power. And I agree with you, Henning. These are bizarre magic words, but come on. If you're just using a word as your crutch to be funny, then you suck and then you're just being hateful. So that get that out yes. of the way. And then if yeah, it's definitely. if it's in context, then just do a step back. Like, let's go back to the food group sketch 20 years ago. How would you respond to it now, having that sketch? Just go, that was so dumb. We're looking for shock value. Sure. And would right. I ever do it again? Oh, my God, no. Would it Has my comedy no. evolved beyond that? Hell, yeah. Uh, We'd do something it, far funnier. But of it would course. be in the essence of what we intended. Of course. We of were course. children back then. Yeah, exactly. We were children. It's, it's, it, it, and, and so that's the apology if any you know you just you just yeah. have, to, have to be apologetic what what's so hard about that everybody finds it so fucking hard like just be genuine and you can see the difference between even a, like when those like hard you know knob polished apologies come out you're like you're fucking full of shit you have a publisher yes. just, just be sorry that's my that's thing. life be fucking genuine this guy was not genuine he was like hey man i'm sorry i'm too funny and if you think I'm too funny, I was like, you're not funny. I've never fucking seen your stand-up, but I know you're not fucking funny. Here's the pivot. We were pivoting this. If you're dropping if you're dropping the CH bombs and you can't apologize. Chunt? Say, <laughs> this was two years ago, by the way. I think it was So he can't he can't go twenty back years. I was a child. I didn't know what I was doing. He this re- was he released the podcast two a year after or one us. Year ago. He probably listened to us and went, those guys are off the rails, man. <laughs> Let's do it. He throws us out. I'll take that heat. Oh, we can take the I'll heat. Go in front of the committee. The, the, so committee. I don't want to lose my job plunging toilets at 50 Rock or whatever. 30 Rock. No, it'll be 50 Rock. They'll put me down the street. No, not 50 Rock. So, here, Casey, you won't have to see Chappelle. To, you know Chappelle's style. He's, he's I've heard enough about it. His yeah. raconteur, right, nature. He's unapologetic. And now this time, for some reason, though, people are saying he's gone too far. Maybe people have said it before, but this time specifically, people are really saying it's intense. And I think that's because on stage he doesn't, like, step back and go, I'm kidding. But to me, based on what you're seeing... Every time he pushes it so far, it's so obvious, even though he holds the face of I'm being serious and this is my viewpoint. I just don't I don't buy it. I don't buy it for a heartbeat. He's too he's too smart. And an example, it's kind of a spoiler of a joke, but I'll leave out the good bits of the joke. He's talking about. No, just do it. He's he's talking about Michael Jackson. Right. Yeah. And it's a nice transition where he's like. You everybody see that documentary? And then he's like, Michael Jackson sure likes to take a gander at the anus, right? And you're like, all right, the warm up. That's a cl- that's, that's a classic comment. I, mean, I can't ca- cast the first stone. And we, we've done the same. And then this is a, a microcosm of the whole special. Then he goes, you know, I don't believe those guys. <laughs> and then that leads him to a yeah. series of bits about. All this crazy, like, uh, it leads him to pretty much classic, but um, bits about like, yeah, um, like 
guys touching kids and this and that. But his transition was, you know, I don't believe those guys. And he laughs about it to himself. Guys, do you honestly think Dave Chappelle is watching that going, I don't believe those? Like, I just don't buy it. I think he saw that as a really funny, flat statement that also transitions. He saw, yeah. That's just me. You you think he meant it for shock value and for, like, as a character, but he didn't come off that way. Because he didn't, he followed it up with, like, pretty relatively straight up like cheesy jokes and i was like ah he wanted to get to that ding 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 like that one two three punch but now as i say it out loud and out of everything we've talked about if it is for shock value then i'm i'm totally just taking an about face just because it's dave Chappelle and and i'm giving him uh credit i guess for for a career led and no actual Mm -hmm. sure um, yeah his behavior outside of uh, that we know about, you know, he's, he doesn't have any skeletons. He talks about it, quite frankly. He's like, I don't know what I did, but you know why you're saying that? Because you, you know you're a normal guy and you didn't do anything, right? Yeah. Which is why I think he also feels comfortable of this um, kind of abrasive commentary on everything. And I've had, yeah. I talked about it with Johnny and Johnny feels totally different. Not to, he can comment on it too, but he, he saw it as far more intense and as mm-hmm. punching down so i don't know i don't i don't and i'm assuming you guys were talking bill burr is he getting the same kind of is he getting thrown in the the comedy tin uh i don't know no, I, was, I just saw he's got a new special out and i i i had the same read as as you hans he he uh chappelle about chappelle he's the problem with chappelle and why he gets shit is because he's got this like godlike status in comedy he's like the wise old man of comedy he stepped away from comedy and came back and when he says a joke it's it's like he's too he's too authentic almost you read that as his voice right saying an actual opinion whereas a bill burr or a jeselnik say will say some heinous shit but it's a character in Jesnick's case, and in Bill Burr's, you know he's going to dig himself back out of it. Right. So, do you yeah. do you think Chappelle is is authentic, or do you think he on stage he's he enjoys authentically being the heel? Is it Kaufman esque here? I think he may he like I think he likes the heel because he doesn't have anything to lose. Yeah, that, that yeah. and being the heel, if you can do it right. You can speak more truth. Like you can do more good. Uh, you have to watch. Like it. you can yeah. cause more yeah. conversation. Especially for like again, yeah. I'm speaking from. Yeah. I have not seen the special, yeah. but just from the bits I have heard out of outside, mm-hmm. and then what you guys have told me, like it sounds to me like he's just fucking being Dave Chappelle, right? And people are going like. Ugh. And, and and sadly, I don't know what the difference between old Gilly Gillis, other than it being like Dave Chappelle has earned his status to speak. Like, he's like Mark Twain at this point. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, he's yeah, he's the he's this he's a, definitely a voice. Like, when he uses, he understands the English language. He understands using these things and these tropes and this like sadly these like stereotypes 
for a bit. Oh, yeah. Like he plays it like a fucking harp. Right. Whereas like some fucking fat like me, I'm just going like, I could say anything I want right now because I'm protected by the you know freedom of speech. Doesn't mean it's funny if I if I just use racial slurs. Would you say, actually, Casey, you're pretty right on. It's like George Carlin always talks about, like, you, and, uh, when people's people's guard is down the most when they're laughing. So that's when you can interject some truth. That's what he, that's that's what. And he, that's what bothers me when people are gross. Yes, like, of course. Yeah, yeah. There's a point, Henny. Would you say Casey's right on with that? With about speaking truth when we're referring to. Chappelle's bit when he talks to the um, the censor person when he was doing Chappelle's show, and he talks about using the mm. f word. I, I right. like it was a really he can't use moment. the f word, but he can use the n word all he wants. What's up with that? And she's like, "That was that was the bit, right?" I, I don't want to spoil. It's too it's too sharp. It's not even his funniest bit, but it's like when you watch it, Casey, you'll be like, "Oh, there's the poignancy that I think wraps a lot of it together." Um. Ugh. Well, you you watch it, Case, and see if see if there's any read. redeeming quality to it. Like if he's going there and pushing those buttons for a greater reason. Wait, yeah. Where are you I, both? Are you both? I on don't the same think page? he. I don't. Are you both? Are you guys on other uh, the? Where do you guys stand on it? Like, I'm just curious before I watch it. Like, so my stance is he's playing. The heel, that's the character he's been playing for the last few years since coming back to comedy. And in playing that character, he's making some extreme comments on what's going on. Some of them, and and he's coming at it from from a side, you know, if not, definitely not from this new Mm neoliberal push, right? Um, But which I think he is. That's where it's from. Like, I really think he's just, he's just, he's playing this character and he's commenting on it from the other side. But he's just so well, good yeah, at what but, he does. But, and, I mean, if he's coming at it from that side, you'd expect a turn for him to dig himself back out and make a larger point that is that redeems himself somehow. Right. In my opinion, he didn't. He didn't pull that off. Okay. Well, and that was my thing about the he, his he last. J- he was just saying that shit to get to poke. You think that was my thing about down. his last stand-up yeah. special? Okay. Is like. He's Actually, saying it because, oh, I'm going to be the guy who says the thing you can't say right now. Yeah. Okay. He has the he has the scepter. Like, he is allowed. It's earned. But is it good? Okay. That's, that. I think Henning's point is definitely valid. Here's, here's, I'm, uh, that's, that's where I'm stuck too, because I think, and he says it, if you click on the box that has my face on it, don't you know what you're going to get? Okay. Yeah. But it doesn't fair. matter. It it, it it is fair, but at the same time, it's like, Henning, you make a really good point. Like, at what point does Do, he does yeah. he rile up a group that's that sees it as wholly authentic, right? And it's like, oh, Dave Chappelle says these words. I love Dave Chappelle. I bet I'm as funny as Dave Chappelle. I'm going to use these words at the water cooler tomorrow. So that's mm. you know, it's it's it's, and he is Dave Chappelle is and one that- of the. All of that aside, one of the best comedians that's ever lived. So mm-hmm. if it is all mm-hmm. a shtick because his shtick is, well, I'm who I am, so I can say whatever I want. You're better than that, dude. You're funny. Not better than that. You're funnier yeah. than that. So if that's the case, then yeah. then there's the shift. So I don't know where I'm at other than to in full honesty, full honest mode. I 
really laughed hard throughout the whole thing. I don't know what that says about me, but at least I'm being honest about it. In the back of my head, I had Verno like pointing out, like, because we had a conversation before I saw it, so I was aware of it. But you just have to tell me how the jokes land and how they make you you feel. Well, and that's because that doesn't make it appropriate. Go ahead. He's like still, and I'm like I'm just going based on his last special Mm -hmm. that I saw. Like Bill Burr's new special popped up. And Ashley was like, I want to watch that. Ashley does does not care for Dave Chappelle. Okay. Which is totally fine. And I get it. But it's like, I feel like Dave Chappelle has to either adapt to what's going around. Because his expiration date is hitting with his audience. Because he's going to get to a point where he then just becomes that curmudgeon old guy yeah. who says offensive things. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's a good, he, that's a great point. He is at a point like he's not doing anything else and he doesn't have to. That's the thing. He doesn't have to. And he can keep doing and saying what he is doing, but then he's going to be compared to his contemporaries who are like Jerry Seinfeld. Sure. Who, who only wants to do stand up comedy. Right. And only wants to remain relevant and funny in his way. And his way is has nothing to do. Like he would prefer to not be offensive or hot button, which is cool. I don't know what makes it more I think they both like being super in your face is kind of getting to the point where you're irrelevant because it's like I don't it's, like I don't want to watch it. Like people will stop watching. Like Netflix is going to stop paying for his Right. Specials at a point. Not anytime soon, but like if he's not bringing anything to the table other than just like like shock shock, value. Shock value tops out. Tops out at a certain level and you can't go any further and you can't get a wider audience. Is Whiter or wider? (laughs) Because he's got it. When you said he's going to top out, I said he's got the fattest of whites that are going to keep that's that's the thing right now yeah that that special is is so beloved by all the ben shapiro's the 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 fattest of whites who are like yeah freedom of speech overall america i don't feel good yeah i don't feel good where i'm (laughs) sitting at this i i like it so like a nine ninety nine 99% audience score because some internet trolls said uh this is the this is the pc cancel culture backlash we were all hoping for let's go and vote up his special okay and you need that though but you need that but Mm -hmm. at some point you have to go like is it good was it entertaining and it's not yeah and that and those scores and those scores have nothing to do with that right now that's what i i hate so much it's it's a it's fighting a culture war over this special the critics hated it the the audience loved it um and you know yeah shit like this just divides us more and more it at a like it's bill a wedge. like, like sh- why yeah. use him as a wedge like let him be funny or not funny don't I'm, watch I'm it af- who gives a I, shit yeah, i'm afraid Chappelle is getting a, a taste gives a shit <laughs> again like all right no go ahead any uh, you had you had a capper uh, it, I'm af- I'm afraid Dave Chappelle gets a taste of of the 
the love from this particular audience that he's carved out now. And he just is lazy and, and goes after that audience yeah, yeah. forevermore. He doesn't even try to gain a, uh, a wider audience. I guess here's the point. If, it, just, if it's foaming. Because he doesn't need to, like you say. If it's fomenting hate and if and, and whether he intended or not, if you can yeah, see it, yeah, not that he intended it, but uh, but right. all right, well then no, then then no, we live in right now is too crazy. But it is to be like it is polarizing. Y- yeah, it's definitely polarizing. It, I don't know. All right, can I can I go back to an example? And I bet this is one fucking Ben Shapiro made, so I'm not in this camp. <laughs> Because that guy's a piece of shit, as well as probably everybody who's taken a stance on let him say whatever he wants, because that's not that's not the case. What happens? Oh, this is going to be such a shitty argument, but it's not an argument. This <laughs> is going to be such these a people, shitty point. Like a Ben Shapiro is they're, they're hitching their wagon right. to Dave Chappelle's star right. because he's successful and Dave Chappelle has literally nothing to lose. What? Dave Chappelle's yeah. made his money. Of course. Like he's yeah. good. Yeah. I'm afraid he so goes the way why... of. Of sorry, Keith. No, of no, of a Dennis like, Miller where he gets a taste yes. of that of that audience and just nails exactly, it exactly, and doesn't exactly. get off his ass again for the rest of his life. Chappelle's if getting you... meat meat too, <laughs> and I see I can see Dave Chappelle doing that because he has such a contempt for the system that he could do a total fucking Dennis Miller. Uh, yeah, mm. sure. And that's what I'm afraid of is because Dave Chappelle is a supremely funny person yeah like he's so funny what about me just needs <laughs> he just needs to be challenged he just needs something but d- he doesn't need anything he walked away he had the yeah. the highest rated sketch comedy show the most beloved like he has far surpassed monty python and fucking kids in the hall like they're fucking dregs compared to the Chappelle show for people like right I'm, I'm I'm not saying it like has. for craft wise, but I'm just saying like he's done it. He's been on that mountain. Like unless he finds a way to not just feel like he's a victim, which right. is what we're talking about. It's like he's mm-hmm. like if once he's now like I defend the First Amendment, like I defend freedom of speech. It's like then you're not funny. anymore. Like just be funny first. Here, can I go to the point that I'm, I hate that I'm going to make? Because it, <laughs> all these shitty comedians go like, like, uh, like, you can't make me stop saying this joke. This joke worked then. Why does it work now? Or I'm not going to stop using it. But so an, an, uh, one of the um, forerunners of edgy comedy is who? Lenny Bruce, right? One of his, mm-hmm. one of his pivotal bits uses every racial slur intentionally to show the point of or it, uh, his intended point, I think comes through in his um, autobiography and all that stuff is to um, make awareness to the power of these words. Right. And he was, and, and I think he, um, he was trying to diminish the power by showing they're just words by oh, using and using music. If you don't know the bit, yeah. you know, it's the bit where it's a guy having a conversation at a dinner party and he keeps revving it up with, with how many different he can't. This it's so funny in the era we live. I'm not going to stride the bit, but I'm saying what happens to him now, or is that just it's, a non-argument? Funny. It's less funny. It's powerful. Right. It's not really funny. It's just powerful. Okay. 
because he's just like, I'm going to say all this shit and make you uncomfortable. Like, I'm going to get arrested because I say this stuff. Okay. So what does that mean in comparison to our conversation now? It doesn't. And sadly, it doesn't mean anything now because Lenny Bruce um, put me on the hot seat. Lenny Bruce's shit. He's not funny. And we've talked about it before. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't it doesn't like if you just listen to Lenny Bruce purely as like if you're on your SNL dreams are over, buddy. Listening on like listening to your fucking stand up feed and a Lenny Bruce bit comes up, you're not gonna laugh. (laughs) I bought a bunch of Lenny Bruce albums. I respect them. They're more like beat poetry than they are comedy because Mm -hmm. they're not funny. You know who holds up from the same time? Bob Newhart. Oh my god, that shit's hilarious! Fucking hilarious! Time <laughs> and he's doing a stupid ass bit about Abe Lincoln, marketing guy. He's not going <laughs> like so I'm going to say twat on the radio and get arrested. Like Bob Newhart's doing a bit where like he saw King Kong climbing up the building and he's worried about he's got to tell his boss that he's got to mop the floor because King Kong put his foot through the window. <laughs> I love like, Bob it's Newhart. It's so pedestrian. It's fucking hilarious because it's so well done but it's not gonna like blow your lid no in craft it's not gonna in, change in craft, america in craft it will it'll blow your mind you're a of course yeah we need more craftsmen well but then so carlin had do. the best of both worlds on on that exactly yeah blow your lid and and get away with this saying that shit well why why is that because he was able to make the turn henning he always in had my the, opinion, yeah, because he could. Yeah. He had a larger point to I think that's fair. The I think shock that's good. that he opened with. Okay, so I'm with Henning, I I like that too. I, I I can totally get on board for that. He had you because he did the time as the like, like, hey, I'm on the Tonight Show as like what was his like sticky like the weatherman. Hey, man, I'm Billy the the boob live like the stoned weatherman. And then you're like, oh, that was fucking the only him. And then the only person that's going to be able to get away with shock value in my book, I'll put it out there. I'll produce it. Bob Newhart's new stand up special, Deaf Comedy. Newhart. (laughs) (laughs) That would be so good. Could he get away with it? Or would people just. just... He just has a racial slur on the album. Oh. I mean, I that would. Uh, I mean, it would give a, get him an article for sure. He's too. He's too good of a man. Oh yeah, he gets some. He gets some ink for sure. <laughs> and then he only does his old shtick where he's like, "Oh yeah, oh no, oh uh, uh, King Kong's foot came in the window." Like, where's the edge? Where's, but he, I thought it was Chappelle. He's like, "Hey, I'm wearing a back. I'm we- wearing a backwards hat here." One button undone. Uh, that's not a Bob Newhart. I can't do a, can't do a Bob Newhart. But I will do a cold tag of Bob. No, I won't. We all right. <laughs> a racist Bob Newhart, please. If only out just of, bleep it out. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I uh uh, I'll tell you why. I uh, pin it. That was that was pretty intense. That was pretty intense. I don't know where we got with it, but uh, can I tell you about my day? <laughs> we can we can move on yeah how many ice rinks did you have to kick off the property the only <laughs> let's see what rhymes with uh what rhymes with doofus 
uh, Rufus Wainwright, pain, 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 and pain in the butts, right? So, at what point? Let me start off here. At what point do I just concede that there are people in this world that should pay for things to be done because that's not what they do? All right. At what point do I concede that I am terrible at uh, uh, washing my car, so I will pay $5 to go through a machine? At what point do I realize that I have always been shitty and always done the wrong thing and always ruined clothes and cost more money to do my laundry? At what point do I just be the guy that drops it off? At what point do I be the guy who... I'm going to give myself salmonella because I don't wash the dishes well. <laughs> just put them in it. Buy a dishwasher. Put them in. At what point do I? Because in the long run, by by giving that up and paying the say it's ten percent more of costs overall of whatever these tasks are that people exist to do, yeah. gives me all that much more time to write, think about podcasts, do, create. Yeah. Right. That's how it's to work. When can I concede that? But I can't. So today, I'm working on this podcast I'm telling you about. Johnny sat in on. It's coming out later. It should have come out 12 hours ago. I have it ready. But I said, you know what? Let me stop and change the oil in the old Ford Explorer. (laughs) The old Buick. (laughs) I got time for this, right? (laughs) So I go, I'll be back in in 15 minutes. I got all the tools. Let me go change the oil. (laughs) Change the oil. Have you ever changed the oil on anything before? So Did it just hit you like a... so over under or just uh, <laughs> let me throw it out there, guys. How well do you think it went? Oh no, I can't. I have to go over because I would do that thing out of spite if Ashley and I got into an argument. She'd be like, "You couldn't change the oil." I'd be like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna change the oil. I'll be back in ten minutes." <laughs> I understand machinery. So I understand oils. So I'm giving uh, two hours. So let oh Casey, there's so many. Oh, it's no. so much more complex. <laughs> so than many more hours. Well, so many more two out ho- two hours of Google research to start with. <laughs> Guys, you have no idea. I <laughs> let me preface this with: on a regular basis in the mailbox, I get a coupon in the mail that says oil change, tire rotation, thirty nine ninety nine. Okay. I know it's so cheap. I can get it's so cheap to do this. <laughs> and you throw that shit in the bin because you're like, I got time, baby. So keep that in mind. I'm going forty bucks. So I go to the store. It's like twenty dollars an hour, two hours. I buy <laughs> yep. I buy six quarts of the cheapest oil I can find. All right. So now I'm running it. Keep your tally. So now I'm running and that came up to be about eight. Uh, no, that was a five quart jug. And I'm about $20. Oh, it was cheap oil. So it was a <laughs> It was super tech. A-I-L? Super tech. <laughs> loyal. Loyal oil. So uh, 20 bucks for the oil. Why don't you go ahead and add my uh, super cheap uh, oil filter. Throw five bucks. So I'm already 25 bucks in. It's just a bunch of rags. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay. So, and then I have to buy an oil drain pan. Got a cheapie that couldn't, clearly couldn't fit the amount of oil I'm supposed to drain from this car. You're already in for like 50 bucks. There's a dollar ninety nine. So I'm this up. This is not even time. I can't believe I'm this is not time about or this. gas to go pick all this stuff up. Exactly. Yeah. 
twenty-seven dollars. Let's let's imagine I'm at a hot twenty-seven. Okay. <laughs> I go out there. You're still under. You're still under the thirty. Uh, I should preface this. I have actually changed the oil in a car before, um, but uh, I was so scared when I did it because I put the car up on ramps. I was like, I'm going to – the money actually came in my head. I had this – it's just me not listening to me. I was like, you know what? I'm under here trying to save 10 bucks, and this car is going to fall down on my head. I'm going to be a die- guy who got killed changing his oil. I'm done. I'm done. So me – Convincing myself, time has passed. What's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing again and expecting a different result. I'm like, I'm just not going to put it up on ramps. I can fit under the car. Squeeze underneath. I'm not going to fall on my face then. So I, I squeeze under the car. I've got my stuff out there. I'm not putting up on ramps. I'm going to change it. I find the nut. I find a nut. For those that don't know cars, you have pans under the car. I, I open up that nut. I drain. Not the oil. <laughs> What'd you get? Antifreeze? Gasoline. <laughs> so follow me here. What I thought, Henning, was antifreeze. Because not a big deal. I go, oh, God, I'm a dummy. I I put the plug back in. Oh, the reason I think it's antifreeze because I look. The reason I know it's not oil, by the way. Did is, you taste it? Was it sweet? If no. If it was sweet, then it's antifreeze. Thank God I realized it because I just saw the corner of my eye. I go, that's really red. So I go up. <laughs> And I check the oil, I check the dipstick in the oil, and it's full, there will be blood, and there it's full of oil, I go, and then Henning, just like you said, I go, well, I know what other fluids are, so I check the coolant. <laughs> Anybody listening to this that knows anything about cars right now is going, what do you mean you check the coolant? So I check the coolant, I look in, and it's low. So I go, oh, dummy, it's coolant, I have some coolant. Put the coolant in. Go to change the oil. I found the right lug nut. All right. I pull that out. Get the oil out. I put the new. So that first crisis is averted, right? Yeah. Pin it. Um, Mysterious red liquid leaking out. Fine. Got it. No worries. Got that's taking care. Red liquid. That's I'm under, uh, Back to square one. Back to square one. Poured it into the water table. Just dumped it in the river. No worries. Sure. Whatever. Sure. Put it in a plastic sack. I'm going to throw it at a. <laughs> <laughs> throw it at a gas station attendant. Um, drain the oil. I found the pan. I go, I'm so dumb. The pan's up here. I take off the oil filter, pull it off. Keep in mind, hint, I'm under a dark car because I've decided not to put it up on ramps. So I put the new oil filter on, tighten it up, get it nice and tight. Start the car. Six quarts of oil explode out of the bottom of the car. I couldn't, you couldn't have, I, you wouldn't have bled out if I hit that car's carotid artery faster. <laughs> Just immediately, immediately gravity takes over. Yeah. Dosed. And and your little pan is cutely overwhelmed. I moved the pan. I had it ready. Every The pan was done. So just oil yeah. everywhere. And, um, okay. So, bye-bye. <laughs> Bye, HG. Bye, Harvey. came right at the perfect point. Oh, oh. You're good. Um, oh, I've had to take three showers because my skin was so burning with oil <laughs> on fire. Because then it started random, getting hot. Random colored liquids. The sun was baking this oil into me. It was, it was, it was in my hair. Um, 
<laughs> so I, 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 at least I've, I've seen that the, oh, I put it up on ramps. So now I've got to put it up on ramps. What am I going to do? I put it up on ramps. I see that it's clearly leaking from the oil filter. I pull the oil filter off and because I use cheap oil filters, a piece of the old oil filter stayed on. So when I tightened this one on, there was a, a gasket chunk from the last one on there. So it just didn't make a seal. So it spurted oil all over. Fuck. I don't have any more oil. I, I'm out. I'm out on Wadmala uh, uh, Island. I can't get anywhere. I don't have any out, oil. Out oiled. So I put the oil filter. I get rid of the chunk. I put the oil filter on. I borrow a car. I go buy the oil I need for another 20 bucks. What does that put me at, guys? <laughs> We're up 47. We hit 47. I go back. Handily I'm, fe- I'm furious. I put in the oil. I I turn on the car. No oil's leaking. What a nightmare. I should have just got it changed. The engine starts furiously smoking. <laughs> furiously. Furiously smoking. And I I shift super I, tech. I shift a gear. Doesn't to, like it. You guys. When I said I'm coming in hot, I was coming in authentically chappelled. I'm coming in fucking hot. I reverse it. Hot and oiled. The, the gear's not <laughs> shifting. And do you know why it's not shifting? Because that wasn't fucking coolant because that I drained, drained from the, the car. Because I drained uh, the fucking transmission, transmission fluid. Transmission fluid. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh no, that's why it's red. So for anybody that knows anything about cars. Now I know that now. Uh, transmission fluid can't be just put into your car like any other fluid. You can't just dip it in? You have to have a special pumping machine and a special sensor to hook up to your car because you have to run the car at a certain temperature and pump it in from underneath to pump it in. And you can't put it in without changing the filter. And you can't fucking even drive it. I had to stop it. I can't get it to a mechanic. You can't drive a car without the transmission fluid I put in it. So my your first f- fucking lug nut was the <laughs> exactly the wrong one. So, <laughs> why did that one have the skull and crossbones on it? Like, why yeah. did that lug nut I not? Would, I like, wouldn't have just even to, like, seen never it. Never touch me, lug nut. I was under a dark car, just reaching for nuts. <laughs> so now, where I'm sitting, how many sitting, fluids could this have? Meg had to come get me, and I had to be a guy, a dad, an adult, who was like, "I broke our car trying to change <laughs> the oil." <laughs> I had to call too many liquid. Too juicy this call. I'm I, I'm like I looked up. I should post the videos of these guys who are like, you can change your own transmitty fluey. All you gotta do <laughs> is get a bootleg battery. You gotta get an old drinking straw. Meld that like the contraptions these guys were making. I was like, oh, then I'll never be able to like even put yeah, a minuscule amount just to get to a mechanic. So to call my insurance right. company, the tow truck come to pick this thing up tomorrow. No questions asked, by the way. I ha- I pay an extra, you know, $13 for emergency towing. So I was like, hey, my car starts. Only $13? A month. You got away that easy? Penny, what's he at okay. now? He's at uh, like 50 Because he went from 37 13 Where do we look oh, at? 50 I'm oh, He's up at 60 Well, no, 60 bucks. Ooh. I, uh, that 13 I pay every month. So they're willing. If, oh, you're, okay. if your car is not running adequately, they're willing to tow it to a, pl- a service place within 23 miles. Thank God. 
but it doesn't matter. Guys, yeah. <laughs> I looked up what the, this is going to cost me between 200 and $500 to get the transmission <laughs> fluid, to have the fluid flushed you and went, replaced. You dumb dadded the wrong nut. That's all it took. That's all it took. So I go back. When oh, will no. I learn? When will I concede to be the guy who doesn't just, gets his oil just get your for fucking bucks. oil changed? Let's just pay 30 bucks. <laughs> and, and and not only that, we don't have, I don't have a car. It's out there. I don't have a car right now. Like we had to shove all our shit. I just was so heated, man. And I, and rightfully and so. And no one to like, you're just like, nope. <laughs> no, like, no. Dave Chappelle. There's no oh one to God, be. It's it's a hundred. It's a thousand percent me, and it's not a thousand percent. It's just me. It's just so pissed off at myself. I'm, and the, you know what's worse is I couldn't. I'm I, I'm laughing about it now, but I couldn't do it in the moment because, like I said, what'd you give me over and under two hours? I was going at this for like seven hours by the, and that was up until like the the smoke started hitting me in the face and it started smelling <laughs> like Fruit Loops. So in seven hours, I hadn't had any water. I hadn't had any nutrients, hadn't had any food. I had other things on a list I wanted. So the ride back here to podcast was silent. Don't, don't, don't talk to dad. Don't you dare. Don't even, don't, it doesn't matter. He's fine. He's fine. Leave him. Uh, because if not, he's going to climb out the window and become the chupacabra. Like, uh, he's that, that close. It's over. It's just, I mean, can again, can you, there's not many. Unless the tires, like, unless I accidentally hit a button where the tires went flat and the car went on me. <laughs> like and you just saw my legs curl in towards me. Nothing. It couldn't have went worse. Yeah. You can't write it as going worse, can you? No, no, unless you like Wicked Witch of the Wested it, and your feet curled up underneath a car that fell on your face. Yeah, you went from thinking you're going to save twenty dollars, not even thinking you're going to save thirteen dollars, to I might be shelling out five hundred dollars, and my premiums are probably going to go goddamn up. That was the dad. That, the that's the dad. That's ah. the dad thing. Label the nut. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Red means stop. Green I, means go. Just label them appropriately. Again, I looked up the forum, right? And it is something that idiots do. I'm not saying something that people do. It's something that idiots do. Not idiots that don't know anything about cars. Idiots like me that know they don't know anything about cars and still, still go att- attempt it. Like, just please remind me next time I'm like, I got to go fix a shingle on my roof of how things. I'm Tim the Toolman Taylor. I'm Tim the Toolman Taylor without without the ego. So the tool man without the tool. Yeah, I'm H the because you'll have to buy that. Right, you'll have to buy that. I'm H the weak boy, Hansler. <laughs> He needs something broken? Ask H the weak boy. Didn't we start off this entire <laughs> podcast? <laughs> Instead of an arf, it's just a, <laughs> a pant. 
three three years ago i got the nickname dr toilet for realizing that people ask me to <laughs> fix shit true, i can't yeah. fix and i make it worse <laughs> and yet how quickly we forget how quickly you we have forget. become actually yes oh god in 12 step in the 12 in a 12 step program we call it pulling a geographic you know i'm i'm an alcoholic here so i'm going to move someplace else and i won't be an alcoholic for me, it's <laughs> Doctor Toilet. It's oh, okay. the it's the it's the idiot geographic. Uh, I'm kind of dumb in New York, but down south, I'll be brilliant. <laughs> so brilliant, I'm gonna have to look fucking Southern tow truck driver in the face tomorrow when he's like, "What happened?" And I'm gonna have to go. I don't know. My wife was working on the car. Which still won't. She doesn't know the right lug nuts. It's the the, the second one, right? But that's what I told her. I told her not the first one. I've already made up. I seriously, guys, I've already made up a fake son in my head. Where I was like, I was trying to teach the boy how to change the oil. I go to pick something up, and look what happens. But no, I'll have to say, I'll have to say, I think it was leaking transmission fluid. And he'll go, why do you think that? And I'll go, because I opened the nut and watched it all drain out into a ditch. (laughs) That's why I think that, sir. And then he'll tow it to a place. He'll tow it to Gerald's and they'll go, what seems to be the problem? I'll go, I think it's leaking transmission fluid. Why do you think that? Why is that? Because I drained it all out into a ditch and couldn't move the car. All of the one fluid that you should never take away because you can never put back. Why is there? Why? Why is there a fluid that you should never take away and can never put back in unless you have? Well, for one guy, a car battery and an old windshield washer reservoir. Toilet gimmick, man. Nine times out of ten, that fluid stays in. But that one time, baby, I get to make six fifty off this rube and his stupid quote unquote son. <laughs> they'll be like, and then you know what I do if I do blame it on my son? They'll catch me in the lie. You know they will. <laughs> I know this. What's his name? Where does he go to school? What is he like? His name's Julius. And he's dead. Because <laughs> I killed him because of this car. Can we please hurry about it? Oh no, this will take a week. You lied to me. <laughs> you don't have even don't even have a son. Um, what was I gonna? I, I just don't. I just. Oh, the other thing was. I'm, I'm but, just laughing at your idea, like I your geography thing, because you're like. In the land of southern fools, the man from Queens is king. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. No, no. That's how I felt about Ohio. I was like, in the land of Ohio, the man from Brooklyn is king. I don't know how to do anything. I'm sorry. That's it from now on. I need industry. I need. I need. You my. Structure. I mean, I guess I don't have the job for it, but I was going to say, at some point, these hands will. You once again be baby soft because I will I will not take my ankles off of an elevated pillow ever again. <laughs> Every chore will be on dial. I will never, never attempt my own <laughs> work again. <laughs> I was the other the other perfect shame that which is still coming. I got to talk to tow truck driver. 
got to talk to technician. And then on the way coming to see me, Meg was like, hey, my dad's good with cars. You should call him and troubleshoot. At this That's great. At, I'm going to do that at, right now. <laughs> at, at this point, <laughs> got it. At this point, I already have discovered what I've done. And I just go, oh, no, no, no. I think I figured it out. <laughs> I'm going to pretend to call my own father. Yeah. Hi, dad. I'm on the phone. Oh, yeah, I did the first nut. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> no, I mean, she's already told me. Meg, Meg comes about. home and is like, ah, did you call my dad? What happened, Hans? Uh, it, it was our son. <laughs> <laughs> my son from a first marriage, Ricky Scorsese. Can't do a damn thing on a car. It's useless. <laughs> Stick to movies, Rick. No, but um, he loves tapas. No, the so what's what? But she already told him. She's like, I think Hans is having trouble with the car, so of course I'm gonna have the conversation, oh, and of course I'm gonna <laughs> lie my buns off and say, you know what? I was nah, changing nah. the oil, and I think the old engine block had a creak in it, crack. So, so creak. <laughs> no, didn't tell him it was a creak. Like, you mean crack? Yeah, creak, crack. You know, like I know a lot about cars. Uh, oh, and of course, by the way, I mentioned You're I thought, my father-in-law. I thought respect it, me, please respect me. I thought it was the coolant, right? So I way overfilled the coolant now, which can apparently can be horrible for vehicles because it puts a lot of pressure, undue pressure on gaskets and valves and shit. So then I got to be like, I think the coolant. They're like, oh, did it get low? No, it's real full. I don't know. I don't know how it gets. So full. But uh, do you have a turkey baster to to soup up some of this liquid? I don't. I just do you just want my credit card and uh, out of um, pain, shame and spite. Can you just charge me thirteen thousand dollars, please? And then run my car. I deserve it. And just memo it. My goddamn dumb son. (laughs) He's not going to college. Car college. I'll say, my son, That's hey, I'm sending him. guys, you're not going to believe this, but let me start off by saying, my son Julius needs to go to car college. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the perfect time Meg will walk in and she's not going to be privy to my charade. <laughs> She'll go, what, son? <laughs> Julius Car College? It's like, uh, what did I say one time where Meg just called me out? This is back when I was drinking. Uh, what did I say? I was like... Oh, you were being Julius from Car College. Instead of saying, like, I work in a... Re- instead of saying I bartend at a restaurant, I, I was talking to a guy about steaks at a supermarket. I was like, oh, those are good-looking steaks. I was like, yeah, I work at a kitchen in a restaurant. And she just walked up to me and she was, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> And I just had to say, no, I don't. And then walked away. I was like, why did I say it? I wanted to have a conversation. I'm lonely, I guess. I don't know. Pathological is another um, way you can prescribe someone. Good God. Great steaks. I got a son who owns a restaurant. Killer. Killer hot back there. Grill. He grilled the shit out of those steaks. I prep work for him. Horrible with cars, but he loves his steak. Yeah. Mean on the grill. Shit with cars. Uh, so, it's like, um, that was, so like I said, Henny, when I came in, I was coming in hot. I was coming in hot. 
hot and bothered. I can see why. Again, I, what you, was your ride back? Meg, watching that my, Chappelle on the underneath that. Ooh, not on the tow truck. No, my Julie's my ride back was a wife who clearly, even if she won't admit it, has a I has a sees me as lesser than. There's just no way around it. There's. Thank God my. I'm, You're competing with the, the the pets at this point. Right. Thank God my daughter. I fell asleep in the car. Like may, maybe she's absorbed it. I don't know. But at least I made. She'll know. She'll know. Hey, Daddy, can you help me change the oil? And I'll go. Uh, Let me tell you a story uh, about oil. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, I'll just call the guy for 30 bucks. So don't worry. About <laughs> the student has surpassed the teacher, I can see. Save your breath, Dad. I'm fine. I've heard that. Ruby story. has learned. No, right. Exactly. And that's the thing. I'll be like, Ruby, come on. It costs us 30 bucks to change. Just have a guy change the oil. And she'll go. I just listened to episode 127, you dolt. <laughs> now I know how to do it. I wish I was spawned from a southern tow truck driver, you Yankee queen. <laughs> Yankee queen. <laughs> Yankee dandy. Oh, God. Oh, and, and that's, you'll hear the whole, the, you guys will hear the whole story. It's like, I can't win. I, I told Johnny an entire story. I don't know. Just go back and listen to what happened to Meg and I as we evacuated the hurricane into the deep oh, woods. Oh my goodness. So mm. there's yes, something there Yankee too. Queen indeed. Go back and Hike listen. up your skirts, please, and evacuate. Uh, it's like, you know when you get so like, I, I just, it's such a level of like, it's funny obviously and, and you have to laugh about being an idiot or just anything otherwise. Who are you? But when I think about the financial ramifications, when I give myself a quick 15 second rumination, I just go, I just should go to bed now. <laughs> like, you know, when you just get upset, you just want to sleep it away. <laughs> I gotta go. I'm just gonna go. I'll wake up. I don't know. Maybe the back of a truck somewhere. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I would cause less damage if I just went to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's a full moon tomorrow. Who knows? It's a it's a coping skill of idiots. Like I told you guys, like I was so depressed when maybe I said it on the podcast, but long story short, like my first apartment ever going to college, Casey, you were there. We got evicted like within two months and my roommate yeah. was more affluent. So his parents came and they're like, all right, well, we'll get you another place. And I didn't even tell my parents because my only option was... <laughs> One, I say be homeless, but one, scrounge off friends until I can, I'm 18, until I can figure out how apartments work. You saw how well cars go. This was, you know, 20 years ago. My brain wasn't even formed into the beautiful. And you had a killer apartment. That was like a primo palatial apartment. Right. Well, my next one was a studio for $200. But, right. But, yes. So anyway, so I. Yeah. So I'm I'm man up I'm I'm stubborn if the car thing tells you anything, uh, the starting to change the oil not the tobacco but so his parents come because he's told them they're gonna get him a new place they come to move his shit out, I have not told my parents, I've decided I'm not going to because they will try and convince me to move home and I know that would be the death like I knew that that's too dangerous for where we're from and at that age being defeated that quickly, we wouldn't be sitting here in a po- yeah. I, I'm confident we wouldn't be sitting here in a pocket. Um, 
possibly changing oil in Watertown right now. <laughs> changing transmission fluids. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's cars would be smoking down Broadway. Broken. <laughs> My Yelp this reviews would not be well. making a off of transmission fluid. <laughs> but he doesn't know how to put it back in. Yeah. <laughs> I, but I'd get a, a sweet, it'd be a, a payola deal with the transmission fluid people. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, anyway, so talk about going to sleep. This is a really sad thing. His parents, I've, I've since moved the, I, luckily I didn't have stuff, which is a good way to do it. I had a few boxes of stuff. I think I've put a couple boxes at your place, Casey. Put a couple boxes mm-hmm. at these other guys we knew that lived in the apartment building. And I was just going to bounce around until I figure out how to get a place to stay. But... His parents come, and I'm like, I've already discovered that the onus has been put on me, why we're getting evicted, whatever. I feel bad, guilty about being evicted, guilty about being a bad roommate, guilty for myself not being able to pull it off. So, my, uh, like, I don't have a bed or anything. His parents come to help him move his stuff. So, I'm just like, well, I don't want to interact with anybody. I don't have anything. I don't have anywhere to go. So, I just take one blanket and proceed to sleep in the middle of the floor on this apartment but i'm not sleeping and his parents and him just walk around me as they take their stuff and pack their stuff up as i'm just pretending to sleep in the middle of this room and they're just like they're just walking around me i can hear their conversation like is he all right and i'm like i'm not opening my fucking eyes i'm not doing it i'm not doing it i'm just going to lay here like a sack of fluid until they leave and they did there was stuff in there and they walked around me for an hour i'm going to say something if you say something <laughs> nasty don't wake him up you don't know he's crazy he's laying there who knows man <laughs> Exactly. You don't want to speak ill of this sack of fluid. Like, who knows? He could spring to life. My eyes are closed. There's stuff in the apartment. There's people in the apartment. I I keep them pinched tight like Santa Claus is coming until I open them and I'm in an empty, hollow apartment. And then I go, I, I lived in the stairwell that night. <laughs> uh, to which there were cameras, to which the front office was like, we know you're in the stairwells, basically. <laughs> oh, man. So, obviously, I'm an adult. It's not that bad. But sometimes the old habits die fast when I'm just like, I should just go to sleep. I'm a grown boy now. I have a yeah. bed. <laughs> but I'm going to sleep here. Someone tell me to move. Someone give me a reason. I need a reason. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but. It's oh, it's like Andrew Yang says, right? Though he's like a car accident with his um universal in what's it called income universal basic yeah. income UBI a uh, a a a car problem becomes an inconvenience rather than a catastrophe. This is a catastrophe, but I mean, I'm unless saying. they take it to the old old Julius Freiwald's <laughs> transmission depot, even Andrew's. <laughs> leak all of the fluids out of it even andrew yang would be you know what i forgive gil gillis but this guy's such a fucking (laughs) idiot with this car let's just shun him make this guy go to sleep 
Go to <laughs> man's sleep. That if if that is not the first episode of SNL, is just Gil Gillis asleep on the stage <laughs> under a blanket <laughs> as they perform sketches <laughs> around him, and he's like, uh, "I refuse to leave. <laughs> I refuse to leave." Does, so does he know we're doing a show? I think he knows we're doing a show. Is he awake? Is he pretending to be asleep? Is he? Look at his eyes. They're so shut. It looks painful. Oh, man. I, uh, uh, that, anyways, that's, again, not to, not to hog tie a podcast with my idiocy, but, uh, you got H, the weak boy, Hansman. <laughs> can end it we can end it with a bigger idiot and it's sharpie if you want oh yeah yeah yeah. give me give me give me the uh, let's blame him that that happened trickle down trickle since last time oh right yeah the whole the whole country (laughs) donald trump's fomenting misunderstanding it was it was Bolton, and he was fired for it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Re- oh, my God. Did you guys see that meme of John Bolton's face on uh, fucking Bolton Bolton? Fucking the, <laughs> the singer? Mickey Bolton? Fucking- Michael Bolton? Michael Bolton, yeah. It's beautiful. I love that. I want to see that for sure. Um, uh, uh, so are you talking a weather map? That's technically fraud. I mean, you know what? Let the president get to pull all that fraud shit off he wants. If that's the worst he does is sharpening shit, fine. I'm not, I I am making light of it because he's doing so much. Did you hear that shit? He's doing so many worse things. The worst is what he's doing. There's so many bad things. But right now, what I see as despicable Mm -hmm. is not letting refugees in from the Bahamas who literally are fighting. And, and the reason this act, not to be a guy that says things yeah. close to home, because it, it's technically not affecting me, but the people out uh, at the vineyard who share the distillery, they have a resort on the Grand Bahamas or whatever. That's fucking gone. Right. Yeah. So they got like $300,000 together as a collective, sent a barge full of diesel, have generators going they just sent another cruise ship just full of water and supplies and all this stuff. And they have people over there like they obviously genuinely care about their staff and people that are over there that aren't mm-hmm. American citizens. So even though Trump made the decree that he's not going to let people from the Bahamas in without refugees, without proper paperwork, um, what are you customs are just like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So if you rent a private plane, which people are doing, customs are just like, Mm -hmm. if you're coming from the Bahamas, they're just like checking your shit, but they're not checking people's papers because they're like, these people are going to die there because there's nothing there. And if another storm hits them, there's nowhere to fucking hide. So to me, that's worse than I don't even know what he did. Did he draw a dink on like a map or something like he said it was going to hit Alabama, and then when people made fun of him, he was like, I'm not wrong. Don't make fun of me. When he was like, yeah, I was wrong. Whatever. See, you know Trump has... He's Gil Gillising it. He's Gil Gillising it. Trump has definitely taken the wrong nut off of his own Ford Explorer, but he <laughs> isn't man enough to own it. All right. He said he'll drive, think... he'll drive that smoking car until it 
seizes up into a ditch before he admits what he did. I think Trump got an old uh, in his ear and was like, Gil Gillis is my man. He got Lauren Michaels ear because they're bros. He's my favorite comedian who's questionably racist. Give me Gil Gillis. I want to see him. Do you know what? That's such an interesting hot take because Trump uh, quite absurdly and uncharacteristically like other presidents just been like, they're not not funny. And the reason I'm saying they're not funny. Hi. No, they're not. They're not funny. Um, The presidents have been like, they're not funny or like, or they like let it roll off their back or, and the reason they do that is because they're probably, they're human beings. It probably hurts their feelings sometimes, or if they're president, they're bigger people. But Trump uncharacteristically is like, we should ban this socialist rhetoric, blah, blah, blah. So it's pretty interesting that now he He basically has, he cast the show, but can you imagine the tweets that are coming our way? If they do fire old Gillies buns. Oh, I don't think old Gil Gillis is going to get fired or they're going to keep him long enough to get like the sanctimonious like, well, we fired him because he's a piece of shit. I was like, why did why did you why was he on the docket anyway? Just Google him. You know what he said. Yeah. If they keep him on the docket, they can't go back. In my opinion, you can't go back and say we did the right thing. Just put pair him with the worst writer. That's yeah. the punishment enough. Pair him with the. Uh, they're gonna pair him with the, with the poor Asian guy that they brought back up, who worked his way to the top. Is Gil Gillis and the Asian dude? Oh, you think they'll make light just for ratings? They'll make like a one of those shitty like uh, Jim Brewer porno sketches. Bring him back. Put him with Jim Brewer. Yeah, yeah. If he's on the show, bring back Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. That's his punishment. Like a bald bearded Jim Brewer. Like he's like what? <laughs> Can you imagine if that guy opened his eyes? Wait, what? And they're like, we're keeping you on the show, but we recast it. So it's going to be you, Randy Quaid, Jim Brewer, (laughs) Dennis Miller's back. Uh, Just the worst. It's the Suicide Squad of SNL. It's just Terry, like the murderer's yeah. row. Who was of the like, like Terry, who's gonna fucking get fired first? Terry Norm Sh- McDonald, Terry Schiavo, or who was the woman? Terry Schiavo. <laughs> no, I forget her name, but she she wasn't necessarily that funny. <laughs> Terry uh, Schiavo, but put her on there, right? <laughs> if she's still alive, she is, I right? She's dead. Oh no, really? I think her family, that was the whole Terry Scheibel thing. It was like, we'd like to put her to death. Wouldn't it be amazing if she, she was still alive, but she was like an alt-right comedian? Quick cut to, <laughs> quick cut to a, a news article and Hans getting fired from his one one speaking line gig on a, a you know lifetime movie. Did you hear what he said about Terry Schiavo? <laughs> you getting fired by your fake son from his fake car business? <laughs> Julius Reiwald fires his father. Oh my God! You know what's what's so funny about the fake car business is in the mail today came my jumpsuit because I'm going to just start wearing a jumpsuit at work because I ruin all my clothes. (laughs) So (laughs) so now I don't even feel worthy of wearing it. I can't (laughs) I can't wear my jumpsuit to the to the the mechanic tomorrow. (laughs) They'll put me in. Put me in, coach. They'll know. They'll know what you did. 
Well, it's too pristine of a jumpsuit. They'll know. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's so perfect. You gotta, you gotta jump back life. under the car it, and get some transmission fluid on there. It's so perfectly ill-fitting on my waif-like <laughs> elfish body. Uh, <laughs> just His American apparel jumpsuit. <laughs> oh god, you guys! The Florida Lees on each butt cheek. Oh yeah, that's no jumpsuit. It does have, like, I accidentally got the wrong one, so normal ones just have regular guy pockets where you put a pen oh, in it. no. These have, like, shiny brass zippers everywhere. <laughs> oh, no. It's got flare. <laughs> what are you, are you changing transmission fuel at Studio 51? <laughs> Come on, man. Old, uh, old Steve, uh, what's his name? Uh, old Brassy in here. Steve, uh, Raniel or whatever. Steve, it would not win steve winwood is a musician but like he's he's just he's the guy who always like picked people and known like you no way come back without yeah. that hat and he goes you get over here you What's smell like his jumpsuit you smell like fluids brass boy i'm not i'm not letting you in here with that hair why not and then i dump transmission fluid all over it you know? How about now? What 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 we didn't see until then is like you are dressed like the Tin Man, so you got like a little fucking funnel on your head and you're like all brassy, brassy makeup. Oh God, I want the brassy Tin Man. I am a tin. I got a head full of. T- if he only had a brain, <laughs> he has tin where his brain should be. You know the Tin Bobby, Man, Bobby. Tin where his brain should be. Old Tinny went no no on the trans trans flu. <laughs> oh. And and I am gonna go down like the Tin Man because I was working so hard in the hot sun with so much oil all over me. I've it's probably seeped into my glands by now. You're bronzy now. So as I was saying all day, twenty percent tin. Like like yeah. Johnny, my the tumors on my brain were washing themselves <laughs> and getting stronger all afternoon <laughs> Feed more fluids try another nut hans coolant coolant you say he doesn't even need coolant they're just your their tumors are showing you lug nuts where lug nuts don't exist <laughs> just like ripping this machine open Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that's uh, great. It's the, <laughs> like those parasitic worms that get in a in a wasp's brain and like make it <laughs> yes, walk up yeah. a gra- a stalk of grass <laughs> to get eaten by the bird. Transmissoplasmoso. The tumors are in charge now. Hatsi <laughs> 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 has that Transformers movie disease. Uh, pregnant women Cars sh- make me sicky. Pregnant women shouldn't go near litter boxes, and idiots shouldn't go near <laughs> the underside cars. of a vehicle. <laughs> I just uh, picture you coming out and just like licking your mouth because <laughs> you're just like, "What were you doing under there?" I was like, "I, I don't know. I was thirsty." But <laughs> uh, well, who gives a shit? Right? Who gives you shit? Can't wait Not to me. see old Gilly Gillis under Not a blanket a on the first episode uh, of SNL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just pretending like he wasn't fired. 
and then and then he'll say, you know, what is that like? You can't say that on SNL, and I'll dunk him in fluids. I'll play <laughs> get slimed. I'll play the idiot barf that works in the cafeteria, and I'll dunk him in <laughs> auto fluids. Corrosive acids. Yeah, my Who's this guy? Where'd he come from? Thank Harvey feels my right, pain. Fellas. <laughs> Well, I guess it's, uh, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Hide under your blankets, fellas. Who gives shit? Yeah, you can go to sleep. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Unless you go to sleep and we kind of know you're not asleep and you're in our room. Then we'll second guess our love for you, but we still love you. But that's creepy, dude. Yeah. (laughs) But we still know you're here. (laughs) You're not asleep, but we love you. Who gives a shit? I give a shit. Get out of my room. <laughs> I need to move this couch. <laughs> step over me. I had to step over me. Jerk uh. practice. Jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Right now, ladies and gentlemen, Bob Newhart. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, Many of you may have read The Hidden Persuaders. It's about advertising. And one of the points the book made was that the real danger of the public relations man or the advertising man was that they were creating images. And they felt that in the presidential campaigns, the candidates were really getting closer and closer together. There was no real difference between them. And you were really voting for the man. And this got me to thinking, supposing this science were as far advanced during the Civil War as it is today, and there was no Lincoln. Now the advertising people realizing this would have had to create a Lincoln. And I think they would have gone about it like this. This is a telephone conversation between Abe and his press agent just before Gettysburg. Uh, 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 Sort of a drag, huh? Well, Abe, you know them small Pennsylvania towns. (laughs) You seen one, you seen them all. Right. Uh, 